Welcome to Halloween Night 1994, the podcast where we remember a 1990s Halloween through pop culture, movies, and a little bit of history. And also some childhood nostalgia because Halloween in the 90s was the absolute best. On this episode, we're talking candy corn. Love it, hate it, or simply tolerate it, candy corn generates a lot of opinions. It's the tri-colored sugary sweet of the harvest season, and staple of Halloween, with its roots in American agriculture. We'll uncover that history, hear from some fans, and some foes, and for the first time in years, I will eat some, recording my unfiltered opinions of candy corn. When black cats howl and monsters roar, it's Halloween night, 1994. Candy corn is one of those classic Halloween symbols. Though I consider myself a fan of the holiday, I don't find myself thinking about candy corn until the month of October, when it shows up on store shelves and in social media feeds. I don't even have a specific childhood memory of it. It's kind of just always been there to me. To be honest, I wasn't sure if I should even have an episode about candy corn until telling various friends about this podcast. In those conversations, there was the usual, oh, fun, or, you know, some variation of that. But as the conversations continued, they often led to the inevitable comment about candy corn, either a pretty positive one or a strongly negative one. It seems there's no ambivalence towards candy corn except my own. So I took to the streets, or social media rather, to uncover what others had to say about candy corn. I love Halloween. I love candy. Candy corn is an abomination. You know, I don't really, I'm not a big fan of candy corn. I've never liked it. I don't think I ever will like it. I don't eat sweets a lot anymore, so I probably won't eat it. It's so bad. It almost makes me not want to deal with Halloween. I have a theory that all the candy corn on planet Earth was probably made sometime in the 80s, and they just kind of have it in some sort of warehouse somewhere and just kind of keep, I don't know, putting it into the, into the candy pool. Now, I thought I'd get mostly negative opinions like those responses. The results were surprisingly evenly split, though. 
for every person who showed some love towards candy corn was another who said eating candy corn was like eating sugary wax. Overwhelmingly, though, the negative opinions were harsher than the positives were positive. You probably guessed that already from those voicemails I just played. I received some DM candy corn rants too, like, quote, candy corn does not exist to me, or, quote, it's way too sweet and how dare it disguise itself as corn. That is a good point, and uh, maybe now is the time to clarify, if there were any doubts. Candy corn is not actual corn. It's candy, shaped vaguely like a kernel of corn. A piece of candy corn is about three quarters of an inch tall and split into three color sections, traditionally a yellow top, an orange middle, and a white bottom tip. When I think of corn, I think of a pale yellow ear made up of pale yellow kernels, but that's because I live in the US where pale yellow corn is all the rage. Elsewhere though, like in parts of Asia, orange corn is way more popular. Well, now I have a new thing to do the next time I travel outside of the US. Look at uh, what color the corn is. Interestingly enough, this candy masquerading about Halloween Town as corn does in fact have some agricultural roots. Candy corn was created in the late 1880s by George Renninger, an employee at the Wonderl Candy Factory of Philadelphia. Quick note, you know me in names by now, I might be mispronouncing a bit there, so apologies. Around this time, buttercream candies were popular, often being molded into agricultural and nature-inspired shapes. That makes sense because something like half of Americans worked on farms then. What made Renninger's take on this candy so special were those color layers we talked about earlier, bright, distinctive, and different. Just before the turn of the century, in 1898, the Golitz Candy Company, now the Jelly Belly Candy Company, nabbed the recipe and marketed the candy as chicken feed. Named as such because before World War I, corn was not as ubiquitous in the American diet as it is today. And well, most Americans thought of corn as exactly that, chicken feed. There were no delicious sweet corn hybrids yet either. But soon, due to wartime wheat shortages, corn products like corn flour, corn meal, and corn bread would become more common within the American diet. While real corn jumped the food chain ranks, candy corn became a standard penny candy, the inexpensive candy sold in bulk in candy shops and drugstores. It was still more of a year-round candy, though always connected with fall holidays like Halloween and Thanksgiving because of its harvesty origins. As candy became more and more connected with Halloween starting in the 1940s and 50s, like I mentioned in our trick-or-treating episode, candy corn became THE candy of the Halloween holiday.
I mentioned the term buttercream earlier, but there's another term we should discuss here in relation to candy corn, mellow cream. It's a term used to describe and classify candy corn, as well as other moldable candies with a similar formula. Brock's is the top manufacturer of candy corn today, producing 95% of all the candy corn sold in the U.S. annually. And the company that owns Brock's has, in fact, trademarked the term mellow cream. The ingredients of the Brock's corn are as follows. Sugar, corn syrup, salt, confectioner's glaze, this is also known as shellac and helps seal the candy together, sesame oil, honey, dextrose, gelatin, and artificial flavors and food colorings. Now, the other famous harvest time candy you might be associating with mellow cream is the mellow cream pumpkin, which is that same candy corn material, but molded into a pumpkin shape so it's a little chunkier than the corn. I'm all about scientific research, so the bag I bought for this taste test has both candy corn and mellow cream pumpkins. So let's get to it! I have the bag here. Uh, Brock's Mellow Cream Autumn Mix. Oh, okay, so, oh, this has mellow cream pumpkins and the traditional candy corn, and then this candy corn that looks like chocolatey. It has like a brown top instead of a yellow top. Let's open it. I've actually been like waiting for a few weeks to try this because, ah, okay, <laughs> it does smell like sugar. You might have heard my dog there. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay, I've uh, put a few of them on my desk here and I'm gonna look for like the perfect candy corn specimen. So, you know, in the name of science. Um, okay, here we go. The ratio looks good, classic, iconic. I'm gonna try candy corn for the first time in some number of years, let's say. It's act I mean, it's soft. It's, it's, I mean, it's good. It's sugar. <laughs> I'm about it, I guess. Put me in camp. Candy corn is okay. I'm definitely drawn to, like, the fact that you can just pick it up and, like, it's not, like, sticky or anything like that. Uh, listen, I grew up worshipping Cheez-Its, Better Cheddars, Doritos, and uh, later the more sophisticated Tostitos Hint of Lime chips. So you could call me, like, a snack junkie. And <laughs> candy corn is, like, kind of retro and campy, so I think I like it. I think I'm okay with it. I should try the other mellow cream pumpkin in here, you know, to see the difference. The amount of mellow cream in one of the mellow cream pumpkins is like three candy corn kernels. So I wonder what this is going to be like. Mm. 
Okay. All right. <laughs> I I kind of think I like it better, man. I don't know. I'm probably going to get some hate mail for this, but uh Yeah, I mean if you're looking for like a straight shot of sugar, just eat one of these. Eat like 3 of these and you're good, I think. I'm probably going to eat another one and I don't know, ask me in like an hour or something. But yeah, I'm I'm about it. I am team mellow cream. I just ate one of the like chocolatey ones uh, off mic, and I have to say they're kind of good. I like. I mean, I li it's like candy corn, but like chocolate hint. It's like a whisper of chocolate in there. Um, this is not sponsored by candy corn, by the way. So, <laughs> just just so you know. Um, anyways, yeah, that's it. I mean, look, candy corn. It's kind of good. I um <clears throat> I read that once the package is open, it can last three to six months if it's kept uh, covered and at room temperature, away from heat and light, which is good because if I eat this whole bag, I am going to be sick. <laughs> so I'm not advocating anyone eat a whole bag of this, though I heard from a few people that they would eat an upsetting amount if it was in front of them. I get that. Um, and you know, I, I actually can kind of picture mixing this candy corn and like really salty, buttery popcorn. I, um, I enjoy mixing popcorn with a candy and, uh, come to think of it, I actually have this memory of sitting in my school's, um, you know, assembly hall for a Thanksgiving celebration with bowls of popcorn and bowls of candy corn. Uh, I thought I didn't have any memories of it, but this is bringing it back. Um, I bet eating popcorn and candy corn would kind of be like that moment in uh, Ratatouille when <laughs> Remy bites into the strawberry and then the cheese, like, and has them together. It's like fireworks, um, except instead of eating vine-ripened produce and amazing French cheese... I would be eating corn and a fake candy type of corn. It's been a few minutes and uh, <laughs> that was really sugary, so I, I understand all those comments. Um, after, you know, doing this research and talking to people though, I have this kind of theory of why some people feel this intense hatred towards candy corn. A lot of the comments had this air of disappointment to them, like people were being tricked into believing this treat was somehow going to taste or, you know, feel different, maybe softer, maybe less sugary. So then that distance back to reality is greater when those initial expectations aren't being met. Uh, it's like that one time when I was at a restaurant with my family, and uh, I was a kid, of course. Um, I took a big swig of my Dr. Pepper, only to discover it was actually my sister's unsweetened iced tea that I had drank. Uh, it was pretty gross. In conclusion, 
If you take a piece of candy corn and look at it objectively, you see it's three layers. Everyone has layers. In the spirit of Halloween, I challenge you to move past the layers of your biases against candy corn. And then, you might discover you do have a soft spot for this soft, sugary confection after all. I played parts of this episode for one of the people who responded earlier, to see if it would change any opinions. Here's what this listener had to say. I wish I liked it more, because it's such a classic, like, look, I like it, okay, I like the aesthetic of candy corn, but I don't like putting it in my mouth. <laughs> That's progress, I guess. I'll take it. And as always, thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe or follow, and rate the podcast wherever you listen. Write me a review, too. Tell me your thoughts on candy corn. Or share this podcast with a friend. Follow Halloween Night 1994 on Instagram at Halloween Night 1994 and on Twitter at HNight1994.